You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. To the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, aka Chocolate Blonde. Back for another week. Hope everyone had a great week. I had a great week. I didn't have to drive through any snowstorms. Gigs were not canceled. So I was happy. So let's get this started. I'm making it short and sweet this week. I went a little long last week. Um, let's talk about my favorite subject as usual in sports, the Milwaukee Bucks. We are still number one. Uh, we did a great trade with New Orleans. We got Nicola Marotti. I probably just ruined and butchered the name. I always do. It is what it is. I'm just happy that we have them. Um, our team is pretty solid now. Um, I think we, we're a championship team. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Fear the deer. We can win a championship. Yeah, I said it. I'm sure a lot of people like whatever. Stop counting us out. Stop not paying attention. To the Milwaukee Bucks. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited this weekend, the All-Star Game. It's All-Star Weekend coming up. Um, Giannis and LeBron picked their they picked their teams. Um, I have no idea what uh, LeBron was doing. I mean, not LeBron. I have no idea what Giannis was doing. Giannis, I, I mean, I like I like Steph Curry, of course, um, and I like Russell. Westbrook, and I mean, it's a decent team. He's just, LeBron got everybody. pretty. Much. So I am looking forward to that this weekend. That'll be a lot of fun. I got the celebrities at play and Dr. I think it's Dr. Drew. Is it Dr. Drew? Dr. Drew is out here clowning, talking about he can hoop and all that. So it's fun. It's always fun checking out that, um, checking out the game. It's something different to do. I did not watch the Grammys yesterday. I honestly, I really didn't have no desire to watch it. I don't know why. I just didn't. Um, there's so much stuff going on. There's too many woke people, and some people need to sleep, and things are just so confusing. And plus, I came back from Michigan from doing a gig on Saturday. I was super, super tired. So by the time the Grammys came, Grammys came on, I fell asleep. I read some of the um, highlights that uh, Drake was woke. His speech got cut off. Cardi B made history because she was um, the first female solo rapper, I guess, to win album of the year. Is that what it was? Um, good for her. Uh, I think Diana Ross got up there and she supposedly celebrated her birthday, which is in another month. But that's cool because I love me some Diana Ross. That was dope. I guess Michelle Obama made appearance in the beginning. Alicia Keys, I heard played dueling pianos at the same time. I saw um, Jennifer Lopez did the Motown uh, Motown tribute with Smokey Robinson. And from Twitter reaction and social media, everyone was mad about it. But I know on social media, people can be super mean and super cruel. But I also understand this time the Grammys was having a hard time getting people to perform at the Grammys. So, I mean, it is what it is. That's what they came up with. Um, so, no, I didn't get an opportunity to watch it. Maybe I'll go back and watch some more highlights to see what was going on. 
Um, but basically, that's all I know about the Grammys. I didn't pay no attention to it. So let's just jump right into these no reason stories. I'm going to start off with, uh, I don't know if any, I'm sure by now everyone's got an opportunity to see that Fire Festival documentary that's on Hulu and Netflix. I hope y'all got to see it. It was, um, it was really good. <laughs> and they had a celebrity come out of that one, Andy King. I don't know if y'all remember this dude, but Andy King was a dude who agreed to do whatever it takes to get that water for that festival. Um, <laughs> he was a straight up team player. He basically, uh, they basically said he was like the, um, let me just go ahead and read this. It says, Fire Festival employee who agreed to suck dick has TV offers. Andy King said he was received multiple offers from hosting television shows that water companies have approached him about advertising deals. It's a big come up for him. King is in the talk, talks to host shows about putting on crazy events, but he had fewer details about the three water companies offering him a deal. The New York City-based event planner moved into the spotlight after the Netflix Fire documentary began streaming. He admitted during the documentary that he considered sucking a dick in order to get water for the Island Festival, which quickly became a meme online. Those were his exact words. I'm reading as is. The event player from New York City who went viral saying he was willing to suck a dick to save the failed Fiverr Festival may be staying in the public eye with offers from TV shows and commercials. Andy King, one of the key interviews of the Netflix documentary, Harry, I said that all wrong, Fire said he was received offers from TV networks to host shows and water companies to sell his products. I have three show offers this week from um notable networks <laughs> king explained that he wanted to do lighter television fare in the model of older shows like the carol burnett show or the modern hgtv reality series like flip-flop so we're going to see more of him um it's amazing for no reason this man became very popular and uh is winning deals right now i mean who wouldn't want this type of employee he's willing to go above and beyond to do whatever it takes to take it for the team. I don't know if you've seen it, but he said he went home and he gargled and he got ready because he knew what he had to do. So, um, <laughs> so you'll see more of him. He even came up on that just by saying that craziness for no reason. All right, I have another story, um, about an airline. Uh, once again, somebody disrupting everything for no reason, for no reason. Here's the headline. A woman wearing just her underwear shut down an airport in South Carolina. Oh, boy. A woman wearing nothing but her underwear shut down South Carolina's Florence Regional Airport on Sunday. The woman forced the airport to close for merely an hour after making her way onto the airport grounds. A Florence Regional Airport representative told Business Insider, a sign, wait, told Business insider the woman was first seen on the airport grounds on sunday morning wearing only her underwear the representative said the woman was found by local authorities in a drainage covert charged with trespassing and taken to a local hospital for evaluation duh this is one for the books florence regional airport public safety officer lee marsh told sc now Two American flights were canceled as a result of the incident, and American Airlines representatives said 
The Florence County Sheriff's Office did not immediately respond to the business inside request for comment for no damn reason. Once again, flights are being delayed, canceled for no damn reason because she just got on her underwear and decided to just go to the airport and get on. She had a ticket and everything, just had her underwear. That's it. Just underwear for no reason. Here's another no reason story. Makes absolutely no sense. Lawyer with bed bugs falling out of his clothing causes courthouse to close early. Another no reason. Just disruptive for no damn reason. Why? Why? Okay. Let me take a deep breath and read this. The Rogers County Courthouse in Claremore, Oklahoma. Rogers County Sheriff Scott Walton said a lawyer came up to the third floor courtroom with bugs falling out of his clothing. I am about to scratch, itch, throw up. Hard to imagine someone doesn't know you know that some bed bugs are calling all over them. <sighs> Sheriff Walton said, courthouse officials had a meeting and decided to close the courthouse at noon until the bed bugs were gone. I was told the individual that them that had them also shook wait i was told the individual that had them also shook his jacket over the prosecutor files sheriff walton said so this is probably a plot yeah i think this is a plot or this man really didn't realize he had bed bugs just falling off of him a ton of them okay mike clark head of security for rogers county courthouse said the attorney was now responsive to the situation i don't even think he cared i think that he used this as an uh, as an to win or the court. I don't even know what he's in there for. Exterminators were called to the 90,000 square foot building and were prepared to work through the night to get rid of this pest. One man did all this for no reason. Shut it all down. Employees and others treated themselves as precaution. <sighs> he needs his ass whooped. For real. He should have had his ass whooped as he was leaving the building. Officials said the courthouse will reopen on Tuesday at 8 a.m. A letter posted at the door in the courthouse advised anyone who believes they may have exposed to treat themselves. No word on who will pay for the bill or what is being done for the cases that had to be rescheduled. So you didn't reschedule everything. You didn't shut down the whole courtroom because your nasty ass is walking around beg bus falling off of you to the point where people can see them and you have no clue and you don't care for no reason. You just don't care. All right, let me just move on. Inmate. <laughs> Attempts to escape falls through the jail ceiling. <laughs> okay. Jackson County, Indiana. An inmate in Jackson County, Indiana is facing additional charges after he tried to escape and then fell through the ceiling. He's a dummy. Jail's officers were taking Blaze Ayers, 28, to his holding cell Monday when he ran into a medical room and locked the door behind him. By the time the officer made it to the adjacent room to get errors, they they say he was already in the ceiling refusing to come down. The sheriff's office said errors tried crawling through the ceiling to escape, but eventually fell through onto the floor of the booking area. <laughs> You're a dummy. Where were you going? What were you doing? Errors refused to comply and had to be subdued by a taser. Aries attempted to escape, causing extensive damage to the ceiling of the jail, once again, for no reason, just destroying stuff. An estimate of that damage is not yet available. Aries was treated at the scene for minor, minor injuries. He's now facing additional charges, including attempted escape and criminal mischief. The incident remains under investigation for no damn reason. 
Where was he going? Why was he running? Why did he think that was going to work? He fell right through the ceiling into the booking. That's what you get. All right, let's move on. It's just, it's just like, you know, this is what we up to now. Uh, this is something that happened to our neighbors across the pond. I think it's across the pond. No, they're not across the pond. Never mind. That was dumb. Bingo brawl at Canadian nursing homes prompts police response. <laughs> A bingo game at a long-term care facility in Canada devolved into a broad Tuesday afternoon forcing the police to respond. How, okay. Okay, this is bingo at a long-term senior home. This is senior home. Okay. <sighs> the scrum at the senior home started with a disagreement between two women. One was 79 and 86 over a chair. According to the Leeds County, Ontario, Provincial Police, whatever, the two women residents at a identified facility in Ontario had reportedly claimed the same chair and neither would back down. Okay, they were standing on it. The dispute between the, <laughs> the dispute between the women turned physical and soon others joined in. So this is straight out broad with like 79, 80 year old old people it was certainly an unusual call for us whether or not the residents ever got to play bingo it isn't no so they just had a bunch of old people just fighting for no damn reason at bingo they like 70 80 why don't they sit their old asses down and play the game a bunch of thugs up in there all right i got a few more and then i have to hit florida of course uh here's one that makes absolutely no damn sense to me. This is out of Pennsylvania. A groom accused of sexual assault in a server starting fights at his wedding reception. Mm. Okay. Let's, let's figure out what this fool did. Police in Bucks County, Pennsylvania has accused a groom at a November 2018 wedding of sexual assault in a minor who was working as a waitress at the county club, country club where his reception was held. Then engaging in a drunken fight with another member of the club staff. Damn, man, if you didn't want to get married, man, you just should have just called off the wedding. This is ridiculous. Matthew Ronald Amers from New Jersey is charged with false imprisonment of a minor, corruption of minors, and two counts of indecent assault, indecent exposure, disorderly contact, and two counts of harassment for alleged behavior with the minor and simple assault. That's a lot. Okay, this is a lot. Like, like, did she, did he stay married after all this? Okay, let me just, let me, let me keep, let me keep reading on. Um, two counts of harassment for his alleged behavior with a minor, a simple assault. Um, let me see, public drunkenness. Um, and then alleged later in the evening. He had a lot going on. So according to the Northampton Township Police officers, they were dispatched to the Valley Country Club for the report of a fight. While the police were speaking to the club's manager about the initial report, a second fight broke out at the club's entrance. Damn. Who are these people? Police responded to find the groom later identified as Amherst pushing and punching people near the entrance. Amherst then left the club and tried to get a shuttle back to the parking lot, ignoring the police. Wow. 
Ambers eventually exit the bus and confront the police again, according to the chemical, uh, criminal complaint. Police later learn that Ambers has started the fight that called the police. He got in a fight with a club employee uh, who was trying to um, stop him from taking alcohol from outside. So then on November 25th, 2018, police said they learned of an incident involving Amherst and a juvenile employee at the country club the night before. According to the police, the juvenile told an officer that Amherst sexually assaulted her during the wedding reception when she worked as a server. Wow. Wow. Well, um, he's free after posting $100,000 bill. I have no clue if this man stayed married. If his wife stayed, if that woman, if that ain't a damn red flag, I don't know what is a red flag. But for no reason, this is his wedding reception. He turned all the way up and got all them charges. That is super crazy. All right, here's something that I ran across that I thought was really weird for no reason. I know we got like 59 emojis coming. I don't know if you guys get down with emojis. But um, it says a period emoji designed to help normalize menstruation normalize it what is this emoji gonna do this ain't like it's some damn a leave or it's gonna help the cramps or stop the bleeding or anything what i don't understand how's this emoji gonna help and i didn't realize okay let me just read this the period emoji symbolized by a drop of blood is included of the new list list of new emojis for no reason there is no need for this there's no need for this there's no need for it 59 new emojis featuring more exclusive characters. The small penis emoji may have garnered all the attention following announcements of the 59 new additions, but many people hope it's the woman's period emoji, symbolized by a drop of blood that gets people talking. Why? I, 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 okay. This week, the Unicode nonprofit organization in charge of creating and maintaining Maintaining the emoji language standards announced 59. They are designed to be more widely reflect members of society, including emojis for men and women in wheelchairs, blind people, and guide dogs. The drop of blood emoji was promoted by Plan International UK and is intended to help normalize periods and break down the stigma around them. What are you talking about? What is wrong? You know what? I, I don't even want to read this more. This, you know what? You, this, like I said, some people are just too damn woke. Go to sleep. It is not that serious to normalize a period. Ain't nothing normal about it. It is what it is. We didn't normalize it. Well, who's having a problem with it? It's been going off. All right. I'm going to take a deep breath because that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. And then real quick, I guess R. Kelly is sold out in Germany, his tour. Good for him. And then here's one from London, and then I'm going to hit Florida. I don't know if you heard about this. But uh, Prince Philip, 97 years old, uh, decided that he wants to turn in, to turn in his driver's license after he had an accident. I don't know if you guys heard this story. Prince Philip uh, flipped over the SUV. I think he hit another car. He left a note. He's 97 damn years old. Why is he driving? And he's a prince in England. Why are you driving at 97? So what you decided to give up your driver's license? You should have stopped. Probably about 80. I think at about 80 is when you should give up your driver's license. Or they should go back to how they do teenagers, where you have to have a permit, and somebody got to drive with you to prove that you can drive, or somebody just drive for you. But at 97 years old, you shouldn't have been driving. Your ass shouldn't have been on the road, period. What was you on the road for? You're 97 years old. 
Go sit down somewhere in the palace and calm down. All right. Let's go on to Florida. Ooh, good old Florida. Here is the, the wonderful headline. Man who couldn't open register a Popeye's made out with fried chicken instead. <laughs> oh, this was in Florida. My bad. Sorry, Florida. This was New Orleans. It was Danola. <laughs> Isn't that where, like, Popeye's is, like, from or something? I don't know. You know them commercials with that lady. Okay. New Orleans police say a man enter a fast food restaurant and tried to swipe some cash but couldn't open the register. So he made out with some fried chicken instead. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Popeyes is good. I didn't have Popeyes in a long time. But after I read this article, on my way back home from Michigan yesterday, I did. There was a Popeyes and I did stop to get some. But it was like one of those oases and it wasn't as good as actually going to a real Popeyes restaurant. Okay, let me finish. According to our partners at WGNO in Louisiana, the man entered the Popeyes in the eastern north, eastern north New Orleans on Monday morning and tried to steal money from the register. But the police said the register went bust, so he grabbed some fried chicken and fled. <laughs> police arrested 27-year-old Philip Lee a short time later in the area. He was faced Faces charges of simple robbery and simple battery. <laughs> His bond was set for $13,000. <laughs> for no damn reason. He couldn't get it open. <laughs> he decided to just go ahead. I was just going to take some fried chicken. You know, I can't make, you can't make this shit up. All right. Now I'm going to get to Florida. <laughs> but, <laughs> Florida City Commissioner 60 resigns over claims she repeatedly licked her male colleagues and once groped a city, city manager's gentle. What, what is going on in Florida? What's wrong with Florida's lawmakers and police officers and commissioners? <laughs> a Florida City Commissioner has stepped down after being slapped with a fine for drunkenly licking the face of a former city manager and groping him in public seven years. Nancy Oakley, 60, 60 years old, who sit down somewhere, on Tuesday submitted a letter of resignation in which she maintained her innocence but wrote that it was a time for everyone to move on. In January, Florida Commission on Ethics voted a fine of $5,000 for her contact towards her manager and to appear, appeal to the governor. Three other men also accused her of licking them against their will. How do you, okay, let me stop. Oakley has a habit of licking men that either she was attracted to or thought she was an authority over. Like, how do you? Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. How do you just? Okay, all right, let me stop. On Wednesday, the commission accepted Oakley's resignation and publicly censored her from sexually harassing Crawford at a fishing tournament. Since Oakley previously decided not to seek re-election she would have vacated her seat anyway after serving out her current term in march believe that is the right thing for her to do <laughs> crawford 41 who left his post in 2017 claimed in a complaint that oakley when she came up to him and licked the side of his face started from his adam's apple that's gross that's nasty the, <laughs> the city commissioner also alleged grabbed Crawford's penis and buttocks and what he called a show of dominance. When then city 
Clerk Charles McGrady, whom Crawford later married, told Oakley that her contact was inappropriate. The city um, commissioner allegedly called the woman an FMB and took a swing at her, but missed. At that at the time, Oakley reportedly suspected Crawford and McGrady of having an affair while being married to other people, a claim the city clerk denied. Crawford claimed in his complaint against Oakley that she had she has been known to run her tongue across some of her male faces. Oh my God! <sighs> I can't. I'm done. Lord, I can't with you. I don't. I don't even know how. How can you go to work and your boss is licking you and stuff? Okay. Okay. All right. I I'm done with Florida for now. <laughs> I can't. So let's. It's Black History Month. And I hope some of you guys got out there who don't know much about black history, please get out here and learn something. Because this blackface stuff is getting out of control. Completely out of control. <laughs> the governor of Virginia, he's not stepping down. Period. Uh, and then of course the guy that was going to take his place, he's already um, facing issues for sexual assault. <sighs> and then <laughs> another dude came out. <laughs> for Virginia that could have that could easily um take over dude's place and he did blackface in college and this is the headline now Virginia's third ranking official reveals he wore blackface to go to a costume party as Curtis Blow <laughs> while he was in his fraternity in University of Virginia in 1980 from you youngsters who don't know Curtis Blow is, he goes all the way back to the 80s, one of the original rappers, Nas and him have sampled some of his stuff. <sighs> <laughs> oh, he with blackface is Curtis Blow. Once again, people, especially back then in the 80s, there is no need to put black shoe polish on. There's no need for Curtis Blow. All you needed was a curl, some tight-ass leather pants, and, and, and just go, <laughs> And do that all night. I think they would have figured out. Or carry a basketball, because one of the songs were playing basketball. You didn't need the shoe polish, but let me just read this. The Democratic State Attorney General, who could become Virginia's governor if the current top dog in Richmond, and his dep- deputy both resigned, has, has disqualified himself. Mark Herring told members of the Virginia Legislative Black Caucus during an emergency closed door meeting that he wore blackface on at least one occasion, at least one occasion that he can remember while he was at the University of Virginia student in 1980. Moments later, sources told ABC News that the Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax was accused last week of raping a woman in 2004, so he ain't gonna make it. Snapped out of his mouth manner to condemn her during the private meeting with the staff shouting FNB. I don't know what that means. Lawrence Roberts, Fairfax chief of staff, assisted to a Washington Post reporter that the lieutenant governor never said those words. Absolutely not true. I was there. And the same to the media. Heron said Wednesday morning that in the 80s, when it was 19 years old, ungraduated college, some friends suggested we attend a party dressed like rappers we listened to at the time, like Curtis Blow, and perform a, store, perform a, um, a song. I love the fact how these 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 cats in 1970 they, they know everybody know blackface is wrong, but what cracks me up is like they think if they justify that they was once again we're just dressing up like our favorite rappers. Fine, dress up like your favorite rappers. 
But you don't need blackface for Curtis Blow. You just needed a curl. I think he rocked a Kango. I think he had a basketball. And in the 80s, there was only a few rappers. I think they would have figured out who you were. And if you, if he's your favorite rapper, they would have known that you dressed up as him because that's your favorite rapper. You, there's no need for the blackface. At all. So, Virginia going through it. And the governor refuses to resign. Um, this fool gets on national TV and completely put his foot in his mouth. Uh, when he was talking to Gail King with that interview, if you guys check it out. I just think it's just ridiculous. And honestly, I think the reason that do really, and, and they're saying like the blacks want to keep him going. And once again, it goes down to this stupid Democrat and Republic thing. They don't want him to resign because then there'll be a Republican coming into office. It does not matter, Democrat or Republican. These are grown white men, even back then, that know better. Blackface is wrong. Period. I don't, care, I don't care about the party. That has, this has nothing to do with politics. This is some dummies who think that they can just say stupid stuff like, oh, or just say anything just to get out of it and think that people going to fall for it. Come on, man. Ain't nobody falling for that. That's your favorite rapper. Once again, you didn't have to take the extremes of putting on blackface for it. All right. And then I'm sure everyone heard about this. This is literally just blatant. Gucci deeply apologized and removes from their shells at $890 knit top after thousands of Twitter branded it blackface for the millennium. And it was total blackface. And if you saw it, it was blackface. Um, it was ridiculous. There, there was no excuse for that one. So I think T.I. is calling for a boycott. And then there's, a, there's, a, <laughs> there's another one. <laughs> blackface was on a roll this week. Uh, now Katy Perry in trouble. Yeah, she got blackface shoes. I don't know if you ever seen this. Her shoes have been pulled from the shelves. They were being sold at Walmart and Dillard's. And I'm looking dead at the shoes. And yes, it is definitely blackface. And so now her shoes have been removed. And um, I, I, I don't. You know what? It, it just shows of. It just shows a lack of diversity in these companies. Like, who is checking this stuff? Who is letting this stuff go by and be like, okay, that's cool. I don't, y'all need some more diversity, some more black people or something going on. And then for no reason, Liam Neeson, what I don't understand why, and this is, a, this is a no reason confession of blackface. He's promoting a movie and he decides to bring up a, something that we would never have found out 40 years ago in Ireland. We would never found this information out. That he was looking, this is not blackface, I'm sorry, this is not blackface. He was discussing, um, his friend got raped by a black man and he was going to walk the streets to find a black bastard and kill him. What I don't understand about this story, and I don't understand this at all, for no reason, Liam, why are you telling us this? We would have never figured it out, we would have never found out. You could have kept that between you and the Lord. There was no need for you to bring it out. It was just useless information that we did not need to know. And Ireland... Forty years ago, there's not a lot of black dudes there. But that's besides the point. Why are you talking about it? Did nobody ask you this question? You're promoting a movie. Where, what? This is where people are just too old. Too. Um, Christoph St. John, he died today, which broke my heart. Um, he played Neil Winters on Young and the Restless. He's been on there since the 90s. Um, he basically, him, Drew Salon, was really the only black family on Young and the Restless. Um, and I'm just sad. I'm sad about that. That that broke my heart. I remember um, 
And I don't know if you guys remember Christoph St. John from the Cosby Show. He was Denise Huxtable's boyfriend. That's I think that's the first time I kind of remember him. And I remember, um, can't think of it right now. Uh, what? What is she talking about? Like, girl, bye, girl. All y'all, this was absolutely no reason for Liam Neeson to even bring this up. He could have kept all that information to himself. Nobody cares. Now, here's something else that's just super, super too woke for me. Too woke. This is where people need to go to sleep. Y'all doing too much, really. Some of y'all just doing way too much. So, <laughs> a Phoenix restaurant felt a photo was offensive because it was blackface. Okay. I cannot tell you what type of people came into this Phoenix restaurant. They were coal miners. They were coal miners. Just, um, let me calm down and read this because this is just, y'all doing way, way too much. I, I, I'm thoroughly confused. These were coal miners. Okay. So a few weeks ago, in a bombshell revelation, a Cosby insider reveals that the demented 81-year-old who's serving at least three years for drugging and sexually violating 30-year-old gal in 2004, he believes he learned a lot about how to cure people and speak to patients.